Speaking for Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to Matthew chapter 28, moving on to verses 5 through 8. These verses give us the divine announcement of the resurrection. Jesus was no longer in the tomb. He had left the tomb even before the stone had been rolled away. The angel had rolled the stone away not to let Jesus out of the tomb, but to let mankind look in to witness the fact that Jesus was no longer there. This angelic announcement ceased at this point. From here on, the message would be told by human beings. The angel's words to the women were very simple. Come and see, go and tell. These words are for all of Christ's followers. But before we can go and tell, we must first have an unshakable conviction of the truth of the resurrection. We must have it settled in our own minds that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. Then, with these convictions, we can go quickly and tell. Now, here are verses 5 through 8, and they read, Then the angel spoke to the women, Don't be frightened, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified, but he isn't here. For he has come back to life again, just as he said he would. Come in and see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and that he is going to Galilee to meet them there. That is my message to them. The women ran from the tomb, badly frightened, but also filled with joy, and rushed to find the disciples to give them the angel's message.
primary focus today and tomorrow will be on the angel's words to the women, do not be afraid. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. When several women came to the tomb of Jesus in order to anoint his body for permanent burial, they saw what appeared to be a person at the tomb. Evidently, he was dressed in a white robe, sitting on the stone which had been rolled back to reveal the opening of the tomb. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Matthew 28, 5-7 The tomb is empty except for the grave clothes. Jesus is risen. One of my former teachers told us that in the Bible there are four great miracles. All other miracles can fit under one of these four. There is first the miracle of creation. Aside from the original creation, many miracles recorded in both Testaments were creative miracles. There is second the miracle of inspiration. That's how we got the Word of God recorded in our Bible. It was God-breathed. Third is the miracle of the incarnation. That's God becoming flesh in Jesus. We celebrate the miracle of the Incarnation at Christmas time. Finally is the miracle of the Resurrection, which we focused on from Matthew 28. Let's let the miracles of the Scriptures be miracles. We err if we try to explain them naturally. There was always the temptation because of our humanness and because of our tendency to be absorbed only in the material. But let's let God be God. If we have a great God, one who stands outside and above time and space, then it's easy to accept what to us are miracles. Certainly it's possible that there is an intelligence that's higher than man's. While we do not need miracles to be proved, I believe simple faith and trust pleases God most, yet the miracle of the resurrection of Jesus is one of the best attested facts in history. I'll focus on that on a later program. Here the women came to the site of the burial. The tomb was empty, and it must have left them wondering. They were confronted with an angelic messenger. The angel said, Do not be afraid. He is not here. He is risen. Evidently, these women showed fear at the empty tomb but particularly at seeing a being from the dimension of eternity who wouldn't fear. But there is much about the resurrection of Jesus that should take away fear. I want to explore that on the next several programs of What's New. Far from making us humans afraid, the resurrection of Jesus ought to calm our fears. For example, first, today, the fear of death should be no more. That is a fear which all normal humans have. But for the Christian, that fear should subside if the resurrection of Christ and its implications is understood. 
while death is still an enemy, and as humans it's a painful process to go through. But Christ's resurrection takes the sting out of death. Death need not be feared for the Christian who has the life of Christ. We now know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the grave will not hold our bodies forever. It couldn't hold Christ's, and we are in Him. Properly understood, the grave holds no fear for us. The angel said, don't be afraid. See, the grave is empty. Don't fear what the grave can't hold. While we need a healthy view of death, and while we do not ignore it, while we may well have to face it, we need not fear it. I don't like the suffering part and the pain that may precede death and the grave, but I do not fear what's beyond. But I could not say that if I wasn't convinced of Christ's resurrection and thus be assured of mine and of an eternity with him. A man said recently that the biggest tragedy of our time was the suppression of death. Man doesn't like to face it. Man tries to ignore it and hide it. And man lives as though it will never come. And that is a tragedy. Paul says that to die is profit. It's gain. For the believer in Christ, death is like a sleep, only to wake up with the Lord. So when we die, where we die, how we die, where we are buried, and in what kind of a casket means very little. It's what takes place after that that counts. Jesus said, because I live, you shall live also. His resurrection takes the fear out of death and the grave. We will see him one day in eternity.
of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.